the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and buckle your seatbelts. And uh, we're going to go through two hours of fun and frivolity, but it's going to be circled around a car or your truck or a car problem or an estimate you got or stuff like that. The whole purpose of this this radio show is is self-defense for car expense. That's what it's all about. It's giving you information from somebody who's been in the car repair business for 39 years and still is in the car repair business. I'm not here to advertise my shop or anything like that at all. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you understand what you can do to identify uh, areas of concern because the number one thing I get, and folks, I don't know anybody that gets more emails than I do about car stuff, but the one thing that, that that's bad is if somebody tells you you need something and you're scared to death that if I don't do it, I'm going to expose myself to huge uh, maintenance bills or the replacement of my transmission, stuff like that. And sometimes it's presented that way. And when I talk about our industry, I'm talking about from the bottom up or the top down or from laterally. I don't care from front to back, left to right, up and down. We start with uh, independent shops. We, sh- we can go to dealers. We can go to chain stores. We can go to mom and pop sh- stores. We've got a lot of different. Then, on top of the automotive, then you've got paint and body, and you've got mechanical, and then you've got transmission guys, and then some guys that focus on electrical or front-end work or suspension. And then you've got the modification guys that change your car, put fancy tires and wheels on it, exhaust, stuff like that. So our industry is pretty big. So when it comes to our industry, um, I'm here to help you. And so if you want to give us a call, you have a car question, 602 508 602-508-0960, and this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Folks, the people I advertise, I've vetted for you. I promise you they're going to treat you right. If you have a problem, call the Better Business Bureau, file a complaint, and both the shop and I will monitor that whole thing, but the shop's got to answer. But Thompson hasn't had any complaints, but they've been in Mesa a long time, 1970. They've, they have expert auto repair technicians. They do from light maintenance services, from uh, flushes and oil changes and tire repairs and that kind of stuff, all the way to the big stuff. Uh, major air conditioning repairs, a transmission, an engine, um, maybe rebuild the front end on a four-wheel drive truck that's all bent up. That's their good stuff. They've been in Mesa a long time. They have ASC certified technicians. And they're going to follow up with friendly reminders that tell you what services are due in your car based on software and based on your car. And they're not telling you you have to do them. They're just saying, you're due. You can make up your own mind. So if you're anywhere in Mesa, centrally located on Main Street, just east of Stapley Drive, is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. I want to tell you about a a letter I got. And I'm going to kind of disguise 
as much as I can the surrounding the things that surround this car. So the guy writes, uh, Mark, I, I have my car, and I was uh, uh, getting ready to have it written up, and um, I was there for a uh, an oil change that's part of my uh, warranty stuff. I get oil changes. There was an elderly lady next to me, uh, and her car was parked next to me, and I overheard a conversation with the female and a technician, a male technician. The female said to the older lady that she needed to have a throttle body service for $129 because it shows some soot and it will increase your fuel economy and because Arizona, and these are her words, we have dirty fuel. So I, I waited until they had walked away and I went over to the elderly lady and I said, and her husband was there, I said, what they just told you isn't true because the fuel is no difference than from here or California. Um, and he's using words I use all the time. That wadded up my pants, the things that people tell the elderly, um, and as, as if it was you know, written by the Lord. And, and it's amazing to me. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him for saying something because if the excuse was that I need to do $129 of work to your car because we have dirty gas in Arizona, that's as close to criminal fraud as I can imagine. Now, I'm not a judge, I'm not a jury, and I'm not a lawyer, but I used to be a policeman. And when you lie to somebody about that kind of stuff, you're attempting to defraud them. You're attempting to, to get them to do something, give you money, because of the reason you gave him is bogus. Nothing could be further from the truth. Here's how that happens. You have a female service writer, and typically, um, and not, let me forget the word typically. You have a female service writer, and sometimes they're very attractive. Well, what they're doing is, is they're parroting what the technicians have told them. So the technician says, here's the easy way to sell this throttle body cleanup for $129. Tell them it has dirty gas. Well, the technician's back in the shop, but he has already filled her head with stuff that she doesn't know any better. So maybe she does, maybe she doesn't. Or it could be two guys. I don't care how you put this together. The idea of dirty gas as a, as a reason to spend $129 to clean up your throttle blades or to clean your injectors or do whatever that $129 is going to do is just flat-out BS. That's all it is. I would say the word if I wasn't scared of having being called into the general's manager's office and, and having him talk to me in a mean way. But the bottom line is, is that's not true. Let me tell you what self-defense for car expense is all about. When you run into, and I don't care what kind of shop you're in, a chain store, a small independent, a big independent, a dealership, whatever, a specialty shop... When they tell you you need something with respect to the word maintenance, then this is what you do in a kind way. You say, you know, I, di I didn't know that. Let me get my owner's manual out real quick. And uh, Can you show me where it says that in my owner's manual? Now, for women, you can add this. My husband's he's kind of crazy about that kind of stuff, but I don't know. So you could save me a lot of time if you just let me get my owner's manual out, and I'll dog ear, I'll bend over the page so that I can show my husband. Folks, you're going to see there if they're lying to you, if they've lied to you about the service that you're due for, you're going to see their face turn white. They're going to come up with some kind of reason why that's not possible. I'm too busy right now. And they're not going to want to participate in that. And, and let me tell you why. Probably for about the last eight years, the cars that have come out 
the new cars that have come out, probably since 2010, if you'll give me that. We used to have stopping points in cars at about every 15 to 30,000 miles. So in your owner's manual, they had a 3,000-mile stop for an oil change, and then at 15, you had to do something, or at 7,500, you have to do a tire rotation, then at 15, you do it again, and then at 30, you do some fluid changes, and at 50 or 60 or 70, you did spark plugs, and at 80 and 90, you did the timing belt. And So we had a lot of stopping points we, we could do maintenance on your car. Well, that's changed. Now we got synthetic transmission fluid. We have synthetic engine oil. We have transmissions that are sealed that don't need service for 100,000 miles. In spite of the fact there's still some some guys out there that are telling everybody that you are best served to have your transmission served every 30,000 miles. That is the most self-serving crap I've ever heard, especially when you've got a car north of 2010. Now, if the fluid, if it's a sealed transmission, there's no such thing as smell in the fluid. It's sealed. We can still unseal it and flush the transmission fluid out of it, but you're not going to pull a dipstick and smell the dipstick. That's all there is to it. So you've got a sealed transmission, but then you've got these other transmissions that have a dipstick, so you pull the fluid, you smell it. The, the idea is you've got synthetic fluid in there, which is a premium fluid. It's probably two, three, four times the cost of a regular transmission fluid, cork by cord, I should say. So the idea is, is you need to learn that when your shop suggests something that you say, let's get the owner's manual out and let me just sh- show me where it says that. Because then they're going to, and if they come up with, well, that owner's manual wasn't, uh, wasn't written for Arizona. Um, that's a line of BS. Um, that owner's manual doesn't really apply to us because we're Arizona. No, it applies to Texas across the Interstate 10. It applies to Death Valley in Southern California and all of Arizona. And that owner's manual does, isn't a geographical book. That owner's manual is written for cars that are in North Dakota where it drops to 60 below zero to Arizona and Death Valley where we're well over 100, 120 sometimes. That owner's manual is for all 50 states. That doesn't say Alaska only or North Dakota only. It doesn't say that. And the fluids we're using are, are superior. So here's the end of the deal. The end of the deal is is that we're losing out a lot of maintenance because the cars are better and they stretched out the limits. So we have half of the stopping points that we used to. So as a result, many of the vendors, people that sell stuff to make your car love you, Those vendors and others are telling us, hey, you need to flush the throttle blades. You need to flush the injectors. On the direct ignition cars, you need to clean the back of the valves. And here's some equipment, and we're going to give you the equipment, but you have to buy our product. And, Mark, if you'll do two of these a day, two of these a day, Mark, that's 12 a week. And if you do 12 a week, you'll make an extra $66,000 in a year's period of time. All you have to do is sell it, Mark, and it's going to make your customers happy. That's what we hear all the time. That's what I hear. And then, Mark, if you'll get on our program, then we'll put you on the website. When people go on, and we have ads all over the United States, and when people go on, they'll click your zip code, and they'll say, oh, Salem's okay. He's got that stuff. So go to see him. So we're going to pre-sell that service, and we're going to drive the people to your business. And then they're going to buy your services, but you have to buy products from us. So it's this vicious circle, and our industry is involved in it. 
So there's a lot of us out there that play by the rules. There's a lot of us out there. I would say probably 25, 35% of the people in the auto repair industry play by the rules. I think the rest of them skirt the rules or make up the rules. So it's important. So this guy did a nice thing. He told the older people that their idea of gasoline is a bad idea. Okay, here's a good one. Um, Hi, Mark. After listening to you advocate about Action Auto on Deer Valley Road, I decided to try. So I took my 2011 Subaru Outback to them. I asked them to change the oil, check my radiator fluid and hoses for the upcoming summer, check over the car, check the fluids, the power steering, the brakes, check for exhaust leaks, problems, etc., etc. I basically put my checkbook and trust in their hands. And I've read that far, and I'm going, oh, boy, this could turn ugly at the next paragraph. (laughs) Holy mackerel. Because when I hear that, I think to myself, there's a 50-50 chance this is going to turn ugly and and ruin my day. But it didn't. They changed their own filter and recommended a brake fluid flush, which I agreed to. They did not push me to do it. The mechanic who did the work had years of experience, came out personally to tell me what he found. He answered all my questions. He shook my hand and thanked me for coming in. Wow. The shop was clean. Everybody was friendly and and competent, and the owner was present as well. I tease a lot that Tom uh, goes fishing a lot. He's there, folks. He's there. He does fish, but he's there. So that's kind of a jab at me. The owner was present as well. Action Auto, which is up on Deer Valley, is everything you described and promised they would be. They will be my shop of choice from now on. Thank you for recommending, for your recommendation and your, your program, and his name is Steve. So those are the good things. But there's good guys out there, and there's not so good guys out there. But ladies, especially ladies, just be kind and say to them, let me get my owner's manual out, and you show me where it's at. Now, when we get back from the break, you have two choices. If you want to call in, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. But when we come back, I'm going to give you plan B. And plan B, I will guarantee you, will happen. Plan B. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. Comfort Care Home Care, a premier provider of home care services, is a proud sponsor of the Aging in Arizona show on 960 The Patriot. If you or a loved one needs support at home, the experienced and compassionate caregivers of Comfort Care can provide a wide variety of companion and personal care services, including assistance with bathing, grooming, mobility, transportation, and meal preparation. 
They also provide services such as Alzheimer's care, medication reminders, and safety supervision for fall prevention. Comfort Care services are available throughout the greater Phoenix area and can assist you or your loved one for a few hours a week or 24 hours a day. Call today to learn how Comfort Care can support your family with the highest level of care. 602 438 1300. Again, that's 602 438 1300. Comfort Care Home Care, supporting independence, dignity, and quality of life. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. Back everybody, 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. If you have a car question or car problem, or if you want to discuss a particular issue, or if you want to take issue with what I say, it's fine. It's fine. It's no problem. That's what it's all about is the discussion part of car repair. Um, I've been involved in car repair for 39 years. I'm an ASE master certified technician, and as a matter of fact, there's eight of them at my business. And you rarely find a shop that has eight master techs at, uh, at that work there. But when you're a master tech, you've passed all eight automotive tests, and you can take them one at a time. So if you take the brake one, then you're, you are ASE certified in brakes. But when you're a master tech, you've passed all of them. Now, I've not only passed all of them once, but you have to recertify every five years. And I think I've been a master technician for well over 25 years. So it's easy to say that you're qualified, but I don't have to, and neither does all the rest of the guys in this city that are ASC certified because we've tested and passed, and it's not an easy test. So that kind of gives you an idea of the certification level that we have. I want to tell you about another great shop, and that's Kurtz Automotive. He's at I-17 in Bell. Kurtz, I've sent people to Kurtz before, and he has pulled rabbits out of his hat. I remember a lady that his, his customer, as we sit today, and two shops told her she needed a new engine. And I think Kurt fixed it for between 100 and $200. I don't remember. They told her it needed a new engine because it had an oil light on it. She had bids of three, four, five, six thousand dollars $6,000. And she called me and I said, you're too far away from me. I'm going to send you to Kurt's and he'll check it out. It had a red oil pressure switch. That turned off the red oil light in the dash and the, and the engine was fine. And the car's still on the road or the truck's still on the road today. So that's the kind of shop Kurtz is. He's not going to take advantage of you. They have three master techs at their facility, and Eric and Jeff and Kurt are all really good people. I-17 and uh, Bell Road, northeast corner. Kurtz has been around since 1987, and he services both gas and, and light diesel trucks. So that's Kurtz Automotive. So here's plan B. Ladies, this is for you. 
you go into the shop and they tell you that you need, they give you this laundry list. You need upper control arm bushings. You need lower strut bushings. You need front shocks and rear shocks, and that bills four thousand. And you need this flush and that flush, and you need this and and that, and you're due for this and that. Okay, so you just kind of listen to them. And you ask him, is this all on the, will you put all this on the repair order so that, and would you tell me what I need and then why I need it and then put a price alongside of it. And then what I'm going to do is, is after you check out my car and stuff, I'm going to go pay my bill and I'm going to come back and I'm going to ask you to just write your name and put your phone number there because my husband, he's a former policeman and he thinks he knows it all. My husband, he's a lawyer, and he thinks he knows everything about cars. My husband, whose dad is this master technician. My husband, and just make up whatever story you want, because there's no harm and no foul. My husband was going to want to call you and ask you, so just write your name and phone number there. And, 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 and if they haven't written what you need on the work order, just say, well, just jot it down. I need this, this, and I need this, and why do I need it? And put a price, and then sign your name there and put a date on it. They'll never do that. They'll never do that because they know that piece of paper can just hang them up by their ankles. So if a bunch of other people inspect that car and come to the unanimous conclusion that much of what you tried to sell them is bogus and is not bad and does not need to be worked on, then that's that's a problem. They're too smart to let you get them into that corner. So if they refuse to write down what you need and why, along with the pricing, and then sign their names on a piece of paper and put their phone number, their direct phone number, that that's all you need. That's really all you need when it comes to that kind of stuff. So it's really an issue. And then I want you to be care of, careful of these words, cracked, okay? Your lower control arm bushings are cracked. I want to tell you, there's a lot of us in the auto repair industry that do, do not allow our people to use the word cracked. It's a black and white issue. They're good or they're bad. Cracked is just a, a wussy word to use thinking you're not going to get into trouble because, yeah, they do have superficial cracks on them. But that doesn't mean anything. If your lower control arms or your strut rod bushings um, or your, uh, gosh, I don't know how many, how many, bushings there are in the front end of all the different cars and they all have different names to it if those bushings are bad here's how you know when you take off from a stop kind of rough take off kind of fast not enough to burn the tires but just take off a little faster than normal there's a clunk and when you kind of come to an abrupt stop there's a clunk and if it's really bad a gentle acceleration will cause a clunk in the front end that you can feel through the floorboard with the bottom of your feet or sometimes through your steering wheel and then when you come to a stop, so there's a clunk taking off and a clunk stopping. That is the symptoms you need for lower control arm bushings or strut rod bushings or whatever. That's it. So one and one equals two. But you can also, they say, well, you know, you, you have, your belts are cracked. Well, what's the service interval for a belt? There's 100 people are going to tell you 100 different things. But it's all going to be self benefiting because it's going to fit with you. I'll tell you my personal. I changed my wife's and my daughter's and my mother's. My mother's passed, but my mother and my father both. About eight years, 80,000 miles, whichever comes first. That's my personal recommendation. Nobody else out there, and everybody else gives a, gives you an idea, but if it's the maker of the belts, they want to sell belts, so they're going to back up my eight and 80. 
There are shops that will back it up even further than that and say that you have to change your belts and hoses every two or every three or every four years. Well, if you drive 12,000 miles a year, four years is 48,000 miles. So you've been around the world twice, but still. I'm telling you that I've done thousands and thousands and thousands over 39 years of car repairs. And the majority of the people that come in with broken belts and and bad um, uh, hoses, hoses that are leaking, hoses that have sprung a leak, hoses that have exploded, um, are north of the eight-year 80,000 miles. So that's kind of the way I feel. But it's not, you're under no obligation to do that. I'm just telling you that's our limit. That's my shop's limit. So it's not that we're not going to touch your tire, your belts or hoses. We're just suggesting that that you arrange to have your belts and hoses done somewhere around 8 years or 80,000 miles. And under the best of conditions, you would have them done at the beginning of the summer. That would virtually ensure you're going to go through the summer without any major cooling system malfunctions. And I suggest you do it in the beginning of the summer because the prices come down a little bit and because it's uh, it's likely you're going to get a slightly better deal because of pricing of parts as you would in the winter time. So that's just my personal opinion. You're welcome to take it or leave it or, or not. 602-508-0960 if you'd like to join the discussion. 602-508-0960. And um, we're going to talk next, if, unless you call in and have a car question, we're going to talk about tires expiring. Now, right now, there's a couple of businesses that I respect that are addressing this. But in reality, right now, there's no hard, fast rules. So do you drive your car 10 years, 11 years, 12 years on a set, set of tires? Obviously, we all know that we have to change them when they wear out. But... Hardly a week goes by that we don't find somebody with tires that are 10 years and older that haven't yet worn out their tires. And those are typically customers of ours from the retirement communities. So it's not uncommon for them to have that particular issue. So then the question becomes, what's in their best interest? Because if the question is, is what's in Mark's best interest, then selling a set of tires is in Mark's best interest. But whose interest do we really have first and that's the mark of a good shop 602-508-0960 if you have a good story to tell about a shop i can hear that too 602-508-0960 or if you have a complaint or if you have a problem i'll hear that too we'll be back in a minute now you have a friend at thunderbird automotive and his name is tom fletcher In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free course or inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. 
A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents Half-Off Tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half-off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half-off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserit paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. So, I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Zika is still a threat, so why risk it? We're taking our doctor's advice on how to protect our unborn baby from Zika birth defects. Let's keep stopping Zika. Visit cdc.gov slash prevent Zika. This message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. All about that demon, all the more. The 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, we've got two people on the phone, and we're going to get right to them, but we have three lines open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil has been rebuilding transmissions on 40th Street in Washington since 1968. If you've gone up and down Washington near 40th Street on the north side of the road, there's a place there that's been there for 40 years. He knows what he's doing. He's got a tad of gray hair. He's been around the block. But the fundamentals of how automatic transmissions work continue to today. The difference between then, the old days, and now is just electronics. Instead of manually opening a valve with pressure, we now use electronic solenoids to open and close a passageway. So it's just a matter of changing the how it's happened. So before, it used to use pressure uh, 
uh, transmission fluid pressure, and now we actually open and close that valve with electronics. So Phil knows all that kind of stuff. He'll drive your car for free. He'll talk to you for free, but he's not going to fix your car for free. That's Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange, and uh, that's 40th Street in Washington. Eric, you called in, and I'm all ears. How can I help you? Hey, uh, so I've got a 2004 Subaru uh, Impreza. Uh, it's all-wheel drive. Uh, I've got uh, some tires that, that aren't very old. They probably have about 10,000 miles on them, and I got a flat. Now, I had somebody tell me that I need to replace all four of my tires because it's all-wheel drive. Is that true? Well, um, to some extent, yes, and to some extent, no. Um, let me tell you what I'm talking about. All-wheel drive tires have to have the same diameter and the same circumference because we're using clutches to make that work. If you have a flat tire and you can patch the tire, the answer to your question is is no. You don't need to buy four tires. But if you, the, dam- the tire is damaged and, and there's a significant difference in the, in the circumference of the tire, then yes, you have to. Now, you have to because the cost associated with replacing the transfer case is going to make that that uh, set of tires look kind of small. But I'm also concerned with the fact that it has 10,000 miles. So is the tire patchable? Has it been repaired? Uh, I'm not sure if it's repairable or not. Okay. But what the, what, what do you, what's the significant difference in the, in the circumferences? Would well, if you... Significant? If you if you have it, let me kind of exaggerate it. If you put two little bitty tires on the front of your uh, Subaru and two larger tires on the back of the Subaru, when you go down the road, the transfer case has to adapt that the front ones are spinning a lot faster than the back ones. Right, and, and it doesn't like that. Right, um, I totally get that. That makes perfect sense. I'm just wondering what where do you draw the line? What what would you consider a significant difference? Um, I would say. Uh, well, l- let me tell you about my wife. My wife kissed a curb in her all-wheel drive Tahoe, and the tires had 21,000 miles on them. And she kissed a curb and cut the sidewall, which made the tire, you know, you know, you can't fix that. So we brought it back in, and we simply lifted it up, and we measured the circumference of the other three tires, and then we bought one new tire, and we aired it up and put it on there, and the, and the difference was like two and a half or three inches. So at that point, I ordered three more tires and put on there. So I don't know if they're going to go to all that trouble for you. The 10,000 miles on the tires is kind of small. Those tires probably have an average life of 40,000 miles. So 10 divided into 40 is your 25% worn. Here's the risk, though. You're rolling the dice. If you're wrong, the bill's going to be huge. So in her particular case, she had twice the mileage you had. But in her case, I chose to go ahead and put all four on. And all-wheel drive people have that problem. Here's something even worse. If nobody ever checks their air pressure and you've got 22 pounds in the left front and you've got 35 pounds in the right rear, that creates a problem. Because one of them's half flat, so the circumference is smaller than the one that's inflated on the back. So it really has to do with whether that tire's uh, repairable. If the tire's repairable, the answer, again, is no. Fix the tire, put it back on, and we're out of here. So, okay. and here's a, here's another, are those the original tires? No. Okay, good. Cause they're 10 years old and that's, that's the limit. That's my personal limit. I won't even touch, neither will discount tire. We won't touch a 10 year old tire. We won't rotate it. We won't patch it. 
we won't we don't even want to touch it because those are death traps and of course the last guy that touches the tire and the tire blows and kills the people in the car plus people in another car they're going to be in the food chain so we have a responsibility to warn our customers on 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 the as their tires get older they're going to have the there's a higher risk of failure and many of us have already recognized that number is 10 years so to protect ourselves i saw a tire the other day in the back of a truck that was born 18 years ago and so i said and they're using it as a spare and i thought well yeah. i guess that's okay but in reality um if anybody thought, didn't know how to read the the date of the tire and we put it back on and they had a bunch of kids they're not even rolling the dice they've got a gun you know that's got one that's got five of the six bullets in it you know, so, I, you know, I love to see on, on Craigslist and things all the time. I see guys selling tires that are old and cracked and half, you know, barely got any tread left on them, and they say it's good for a spare. And I'm thinking the spare is where you want your best tire. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're exactly right, Eric. You're exactly right. And and one of the things that that we talk about is is that you don't know. The tire blows in the blink of an eye, and it gets hot, and at about 200 and some odd degrees, 230 degrees, it starts, the glue starts coming apart in it. And the idea, here's, here's what I've decided to do now. I, I'm the only one that's doing this, but I, I have a huge volume of cars. If that tire is 10 years old and we take it off, to make sure it never goes on the road again, we drill a one-inch hole in the sidewall. Yep. And so I can go to sleep at night knowing that my junk tires weren't resold to somebody and then their kids or their mother or their father dies. So that's just right. what we've done. Goodyear tires, because of the big Goodyear RV case, we drill two-inch holes in the tires and they'll never see the light of day again. Um, and, and that's what we do. But anyway, thanks for bringing that up, Eric. Thank you very much. Doug, if you'll stay on the line, I'm sorry I didn't get to you, but I'll be back in about two and a half minutes. So if you'll stay right there, I'd appreciate it. Anybody else? 602 508-0960. We have four lines open. You're more than welcome to join us. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember... The law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement, a plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. 
elements Even this baking soda volcano Is too big of an experiment Whoa Now she's completely forgotten The periodic table Now she's burning a hole Through the kitchen table Burning with silence But her kids love for the mom Is truly transparent Proof you don't have to be perfect To be the perfect parent Don't tell you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here at your service. If you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. And like I promised, I need to go to Doug. Doug, thank you for holding through the break. How can I help you? Well, uh, thank you. Uh, I have a, um, a 2015 uh, GMC Sierra um, 1500 pickup. And um, I, I bought it used just about three or four months ago. And the only problem I'm having with it is when I brake, Going downhill, I noticed there's a fairly prominent uh, shimmy, and it's not in the brake pedal. I mean, I feel like, in fact, I hear it primarily because there's a rattle behind the dashboard. I, there's probably a loose wire in there or something, but that's where it becomes the most prominent. But I really feel like it's the whole front end that's. And so I was just wondering what what could that be? Is it the rotors, the brakes? Uh, okay. It, it, that's kind of easy because what I hear you saying is is the only time it does is, is during braking. Right. Okay. And um, is the steering wheel shaking ever so slightly left and right? I, no, I don't think so. I, I haven't noticed that. Okay. But the vibration that resonates through the truck only occurs when you're braking. Right. Okay. Yes. Um, it, I don't know which end it's going to be, but you have a problem with the rotors on one end or the other. So okay. usually when the front rotors are warped, one or both of the front rotors are warped, the steering wheel is going to have an ever so slightly left and right tick to it, but only on braking, only on braking. Now, okay. on the back end of the truck, if you're applying the brakes and we've got warped rotors in the back, it'll shake the whole truck. So it's okay. kind of like, is it shaking the seat of your pants or is it shaking the steering wheel and the dashboard? And that's what we ask to find out where do we look first. Now, truck goes up in the air. We put a dial indicator on the rotors. Um, we just rotate the rotors. And if we have, you know, 20 or 30 thousandths of run out. Now, one, a, hu a human hair is two thousandths. And normally you're not right. going to feel the difference of a wobble of two thousandths of an inch. But when you start talking about 10 hairs stacked on top of one another or 20 of them, then there's your rotor problem. And so at that point, you're going to look at the pad wear. And if there's any abnormal wear between the outer pad and the inner pad, we want them both to kind of wear together. If the outer pad's worn excessively more than the inner pad, then the hardware's hanging up. That needs to be addressed, and because the hardware is hanging up, we overheated that rotor. If the inboard pad is worn more than the outboard pad, then the caliper's hanging up, and that's what overheated that rotor. But if both pads are even, then it was probably your wife, and she overheated the <laughs> rear brakes, and all we do is go in and cut the rotors. So that's what happens, and that's how it should be diagnosed. Okay. And, and what does that cost generally? Well, it depends on the shop, whether they're going to take the rotors off or they're going to cut them right on the vehicle. 
Um, the more expensive one is, is we're going to cut them on the vehicle. It takes a little longer, but it also we're using the bearing on the hub to center us. If you take okay. it off, you're going to put it on a machine, and if there's a two-thousandths wobble in the bearing, the machine doesn't have that. So gotcha. we're going to we're going to make them more precise on the machine, but I would suggest that the on-the-car brake drum or rotor turning is something that makes me more comfortable. Okay. Okay. And 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 approximately what is that? Is that a five hundred dollar job? Oh or? no 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 no. You're, um, I'm I, I'm I first of all I got to find it, and then when I find it, I take the tires and wheels off, and then I'm going to put the lug nuts back on the rotors to hold them against the hub. I'm going to attach my machine, cut one rotor that takes maybe 15 or 20 minutes, then move the machine over to the other side, cut it, put the tires and wheels back on, and you're out the door. So I'm thinking you're going to be in the vicinity as low as 80 bucks on the low side and and $100 on the high side, 80 to 100 bucks. All righty? All right. Very good. Thank you so much. You betcha. And that's called a a brake vibration. And the key words there, you guys, for what Doug and I talked about, is it only makes this vibration, the truck shake. The problem only exists when he's applying the brakes. Now, he said downhill. I don't really care if it's downhill or uphill, but you can imagine that downhill you're going to be using your brakes a little bit more than when you're going uphill. So we're going to list him as a brake vibration. Um, excuse me. Christopher, you're up next. Christopher, how can I help you? Good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a story, and what it is about tires. I had a great-uncle, Albert, that we went to go visit upstate New York with a family up there. And uh, needless to say, he lived way back in the woods. No power, no water to the house. Had to go out to a well and all that other type of stuff. He purchased himself a modern fee brand new, and we went to visit him. It was probably in the uh, late 70s. And uh, he uh, showed us his Model T, and needless to say, it was the maximum amount of patina. Yeah, he still had the original tires on that thing split down the middle on the rim, and he still drove it around like that, but he only drove it to the store twice a year <laughs> to get yeah. supplies. It, it just totally amazed me. It, it And you're right. You'll see that, um, in, and I don't blame him. You know what? <laughs> ha- having a Model T and owning it since it was new and having the original tires on it, I'm not going to drive that to the poker party five blocks away with new tires on it. I want to be able to sit at the poker party, drink my beer, and say, of course, my wife's driving. She drove me there and back. Um, and I'm going to say, no, those are the original tires. The difference being... Is those cars didn't do 80 miles an hour or 120 miles an hour. No, you're doing 5, 10 miles an hour down the country road. Exactly. And and if one of the tires blew at 5, 10, 15, 20 miles an hour, um, unless he was hammered, he's going to be able to bring it to the side of the road. So um, at, at 70 miles an hour, you're traveling one and a half times your speed in feet. So at 70 right. miles an hour, you're doing 100 feet a second. Right. And um, and so your reaction time is going to take up some time, and then you're going to apply the brakes, and then you're going to poop your pants, and then you're going to try to struggle off to the side of the road, and you're in the fast lane, so you got to cr- cross over five lanes, and you got your hazards on, your wife's screaming, the kids are screaming in the back seat. It's different, but right. but, but you <laughs> you you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point. In the older model cars, you know some of the old army jeeps. 
those tires could be 20 or 30 years old, but mm-hmm. it's it's okay. They don't do 80 miles an hour. They don't do, they're not on the road traveling 60 miles an hour. I just having a little fun. No, no, you did a good job. You brought up a good right. point. I want to clean something day. up, though. Thank oh. you very much. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. Um, I want to clear something up. We were talking about when do you replace the tires and, you know, so forth and so on. I got more than one call on my cell phone that um, my 10% was not a good number of a 10% difference in circumference. So this is kind of the math, okay? I'm using my calculator here, and I'm going to 30. You do a 30-inch tall tire, so you take 30 times 3.14, which gives you the circumference, and that's 102 inches. They said your 10% would be a 10-inch difference. And that's a crazy number. And they're right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I was trying to do percentage. And I was trying to do inches. And I think I said that my wife's car was two, two and a half, three inches in difference in circumference. And I did replace them. So my wife's tires were an easy 32 inches. So times 3.14, which is pi. Then she's got a circumference of 100 inches. And, and so at that, did I do that right? 32 times 3.14. Yeah. 100 inches, so 10% would be 10 inches, and she was at 2.5. And so the more appropriate the more appropriate number is 2 to 3% of a new tire circumference, or a difference. So if all the other tires are at 80, and this one's at 82, this tire that you're going to replace, or you want to put on your car, on an all-wheel drive, we're talking about an all-wheel drive car, then 2% is more an accurate number than my 10% that I threw off the top of my head. So I want to admit to you, write this down. It's 1052, and the date is 42818. I was wrong. <laughs> and if you know my wife, I would appreciate that you not tell her you heard me say that. Okay, who's on the who's at the door, Gil? David. David, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I have a 2010 Chevy HHR with a 2.4-liter engine. The problem I'm having is with variable valve timing. There's 175,000 miles on the car. I have replaced both the cam sensors, uh, the cam sensor solenoids, and the cam actuator. But the light keeps coming on, and the symptoms are still the same. Okay. Well... Um, now because of the issue and that's my big worry okay you're just gonna have to have somebody check it out and figure out what it is because we already know it's not the cam sensors and we know it's not the solenoids so if you well there's here's let me give you an example um we have an oxygen sensor code and the oxygen sensor is supposed to see five different levels of fuel in the exhaust one two three four five Okay, so if the oxygen sensor sets a code, it means because the computer has seen a reading it didn't like. It has nothing to do with the performance of the oxygen sensor. It's just the computer seen some out-of-parameter numbers. So the guys go replace the oxygen sensor once or twice or three times, and then they say, you know, the light's still on or coming on. Even though I cleared it, it's coming back on. So we go in and look, and we find out that the computer, we want the number between 1 and 5 to be 2.5. We want it in the middle. That's where the, the oxygen sensor is happy. So at, the, at this particular time, we're looking at this, and the oxygen sensor is stuck on 1. And it's going, I don't see much fuel in the exhaust of this thing. So the computer opens the faucet up 
and after the faucet is wide open, it's flooding the engine with gas, and the oxygen sensor says, one, 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 when it should be screaming five. So at that particular point, we go, okay, well, it is running lean, and the oxygen sensor is the messenger, and replacing the oxygen sensor is killing the messenger. So what we do is we go in and do an analysis, and we start looking at all the things the computer's looking at and all the things the O2 sensor's looking at. And you're not going to believe this, but about a third of the time we replace the fuel filter because the fuel filter is packed with trash. It's resist restricting the flow of fuel. So therefore, the engine's not getting the appropriate amount of fuel, which means the motor's running lean. And the, re and the oxygen sensor is appropriately reporting lean. So the fix is, is get this fuel filter to flow full. The computer looks and goes, oh my goodness, there's way too much fuel. So it starts shutting the faucet off until it just gets to that trim point. So in your particular case, we have to look at a lot of things. We have to look at oil pressure. So what happens if you have an oil pressure sensor that's bad? And I'm not suggesting you go replace that sensor because you've already spent more money than I would have charged you to diagnose this thing. So you just have to get some help because oil pressure can cause a problem because we're using oil pressure to control your variable valve timing. We can also have a broken spring. We can also have a bunch of carbon where the valve isn't closing all the way. There's just all kinds of things. But the code doesn't mean that you need an O2 sensor or you need a solenoid in your case or you need chains or tensioners or cam sensors. Heck, if that car starts, runs, and drives and it has no hiccup in its giddy-up, then it never did need cam sensors. Never. Because about 50,000 miles ago, maybe 100,000 miles, I had the same issue and the symptoms were the same. Um, as surging a bit, not running smoothly, just very little power, full fuel on and overheat. Okay, you're you're kind of breaking up on me, but I understand that the car's not doesn't have a lot of power, and I, I understand the car's surging a little bit. But none of that makes any difference to me. I can chase my tail if you'll pay if you want me to do that, because I'm going to charge you for chasing my tail. I would prefer to look at the syst the system that has the code. I know that I need to spread my wings at the appropriate time, and I may very well go look and see if there's a problem with drivability. But if there's a problem with drivability and it's related to the variable valve timing, then all I've done is saying, okay, well, here's a symptom that's being caused by the variable valve timing defect. So I might very well look at that and find out a broken spring and stuff. So there's just a lot of work that's doing. There's just nobody that can diagnose this over the phone, and there's certainly nobody on YouTube that is going to be able to tell you how to fix it. And, and the bottom line is, is they can't tell you how to fix it on YouTube because they don't know. They're guessing with your money. So you can look on YouTube. I want to tell you a real quick story. I had a blower. I had a an old-fashioned gasoline-powered leaf blower. And it would start and run and die, start and run and die. So I thought, you know what? Before I even try to fix this, I'm going to go on YouTube. Oh, my goodness, carburetors and this and that. And, and buy a new coil and buy a new flywheel. And the key on the flywheel is bad. And carburetor, and you got bad gas. And the spark plug and the wire. Everybody was guessing like there's no tomorrow. And all I found was is the carburetor had come loose from the cylinder. That's all it was. I tightened up two screws and the thing ran fine. So I didn't replace any parts. 
But I thought for the fun of it, I'd see what YouTube had to say. We got another hour of car repair. We got open line 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.